0: Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. We are Nashville's on-demand network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Let's thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours In the weight room, mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, We've got Wilson County Hyundai for your next new ride. Head out to Lebanon. Go to wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin & Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. Speaking of bone and joint, we're giving away a pair of VOLS tickets uh, to the pit game coming up on Saturday. Uh, and I, I'm working through all the entries. So that winner will be announced publicly later on today. But Zach, it is game week for the Tennessee Titans. They are hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Last I looked, they're still about two and a half, three point favorite over the Cardinals at Bet MGM. But it's time for offensive season predictions. And before we do that, uh, we do update the news of the morning. And that is the fact that Julio Jones and the Titans. Have restructured his contract. So here's from Field Yates. I'm just going to read straight from the tweet. The Titans converted 14 million of Julio Jones' salary into signing bonus that creates 11.2 million in cap space. And they also added two void years as well. So what does that mean? It means that the Titans are not trying to go out there and trade or sign from anybody necessarily. But now that they have, according to Football and other efforts on Twitter, the Titans' current uh, top 51 roster cap space is about $14.7 million. So my guess, Zach, is that Julio Jones doing this will help the Titans down the road and not necessarily help them add to this team. Or at least, you know, if something horrible goes wrong uh, when it comes to an injury, uh, the Titans have plenty of money to go out there and make a trade or sign somebody off the street uh, and not have to worry about the cap if an injury happens. But I don't expect this to be the Titans to go make a move without having something happen to their current roster to jumpstart that move. But as Clayton says, injury money. Yeah. It's this insurance cap space for the Titans. And they can also roll over a lot of cap space in the next year when they're going to have to start paying guys like, Julio Jones, uh, like AJ Brown, uh, Nate Davis, and a lot of others, younger players who want big contracts going into year four or second deal. So it's a really, it's I think it's a great thing for the Titans to have this extra 11 mil from Julio Jones restructuring his content c- contract, which does not mean that he's been taking a pay cut. Julio just got paid uh, millions of dollars in his pocket today. He did not take a pay cut by restructuring. So, that's what uh, one misconceptions about reconstructors all the time. But uh, Zach, your initial thoughts on the the move this morning?
1: Well, uh, not surprising, and that's something that John Robinson and most general managers like to do going into a season, as we've talked about with Super Bowl expectations. You want to have some move around money. If you're sitting there being the Jags or the Bengals or the Jets, this matters less. It just does. You don't necessarily need this money because if you get in a bind, you're probably in week. I don't know, fourteen, going to be four and ten. So, like that, I the Titans are not going to be in that situation. So, this makes a lot of sense. John Robinson has notoriously done this. He likes to have money. They've been active at the trade deadline too, yep. as we saw Desmond King last year come in because Jonathan Joseph. Was slaw and they had to cut his ass midseason, so th- this makes a lot of sense to me. And John Robinson, it goes right to what he usually does, and that's go into the season with a little bit of change, yep. a little bit of cheddar in the piggy bank, you know, for a rainy day because you never know when things go awry. You got to have that that emergency fund.
0: Yeah, I think Kyle brings up a good point. He says, "Can we can the rumor of the Titans being cash strapped now be done with?" That's a good point, Kyle, because that means Amy Adams Strunk literally just reached into her bank account and gave 14 million dollars in a wire transfer to Julio Jones' bank account. And so that's a good point that in order and that's the thing that people don't recognize a lot is whenever a NFL franchise signs a contract and they have a big signing bonus involved, the signing bonus Has to or the guaranteed money too in that contract has to be held uh, for that team to pay out that player's guaranteed money or signing bonus at any point in time. So Amy Adams shrunk literally getting 14 million bucks to Julio Jones with that uh, contract restructured this morning. But Zach, let's go ahead and dive into our original topic that we had planned, and that is the Titan season predictions. We're going to talk a lot about Ryan Tannehill. Julio, AJ, Derek Henry will give some two-pole predictions here. But let's lead off with this, our lead discussion. That's Ryan Tannehill truly earning and really getting the respect that he already deserves. In my opinion, he's already earned some respect, but he hasn't gotten it yet around the league for what he's done the last couple of years. But going into this 2021 season, Zach, Ryan Tannehill can really finally get that uh, respect from across the league and across the media in the NFL for being a top-level, high-tier quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes. But he is that next group of really damn good Pro Bowl-level quarterback. And I think this year, with the addition of Julio Jones, he can actually get that respect moving forward.
1: Well, I think what he's trying to do is get the respect that was earned like Josh Allen did last year. Now, obviously, in a completely different phase of their career, and Josh Allen is up and coming. Get some more publicity because Buffalo, be it kind of a, a weird market because it is a bigger market. It's a fan-driven market, right? They get ratings. Buffalo gets ratings. They just oh, yeah. been, they've been terrible for all these years. Uh, you know, after Jim Kelly, but Josh Allen earned a lot of respect last year, and that was due, obviously, to. Uh, people being bullish on what he can do over the next several years, but it was really because of his season last year, top 10 in NFL player respect, as we saw in the top 100, but Tannehill has got to put it all together. Can he do that? I think that's the biggest question. we've, We've talked about this at length is what is Tannehill's basically reputation ceiling? Because We've said we, it'll always be overshadowed by the big names like Derrick Henry because he's a known commodity, Heisman Trophy winner, and now back-to-back NFL rushing season champ Julio Jones. Basically put the gold jacket on him when he retires whenever he's up because he's a Hall of Famer. And A.J. Brown, because of the flash, style, swag, and social media posts that he, he does – He's gotten a ton of recognition, but this quarterback is the glue. If Marcus Mariota was still on this team, the Titans are not making a Super Bowl run. We already know that. And so I I think it's a big opportunity. I'm curious to see if what he does can earn that reputation. That I will say this. Titans fans and people that watch the Titans – not those national analysts like Ryan Clark, who don't know a damn thing, or Cowherd, who do- doesn't watch. Like the people that watch Ryan Tannehill and have over the last year plus, right? When he came in uh, in the second half of that Broncos game and so forth, they know. The real ones know. Mm-hmm. But the real ones will not get you the credit that I think we're talking about. It's all of the other incumbents that come in there and say, look, he, he's still the guy in Miami. He's still got knee injuries. Oh, all that, blah, blah, blah. No, that's not how Ryan Tannehill has played. He has played at an elite level the last two seasons.
0: Well, it's crazy. You brought up Josh Allen being the top 10 of the NFL top 100. Ryan Tannehill threw for 33 touchdowns, ran for seven more, only had seven picks, and uh, nearly had... Four thousand yard passing. It was thirty-eight hundred plus yards passing, and he went down in the list. Like he dropped to eighty-three at, with with forty combined touchdowns and helping the Titans go eleven and five. So there's a lot of a lot of people that are doubting Ryan Tannehill's ability to actually be the the, the quarterback thing that can get the Titan in this offense over the top. So let's go ahead and, and ask our first question of the day, and to get everybody else uh, involved here. I just kind of went through Tannehill's stat lines. From last season, he threw for 3,819 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks with a quarterback rating of 106.5. He ran for another seven touchdowns. Uh, So let's ask this question, Zach. Will Ryan Tannehill have a better or worse season compared to last year? Will Ryan Tannehill have a better or worse season compared to last year? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get injured in life, which is kind of guaranteed to happen, unfortunately, things happen in life, you get hurt. You have to go to somebody you can trust, and that's the Bone and Joint Institute. They've got uh, over a dozen doctors and physicians there at their Franklin facility that specialize in literally anything that you need, all the way from foot and ankle, all the way up to spine, shoulder, knee, even concussion so boneandjointtn.org is where to go in franklin boneandjointtn.org
1: a to z sports we are powered by bet mgm don't get it twisted win some cash like i did last night with the old miss rebels Woo! that offense red hot baby love matt corral also put a future bet on matt, matt corral winning the heisman probably threw my ten dollar uh bet away but it felt good placing it right yeah. sometimes you just gotta do Something that feels good, and you know what feels good. A risk-free one thousand dollar bet from BetMGM. You can feel good about that. That means you put down a thousand dollars on a bet. You find out, you know, what your lock is this weekend. If you're a new user and you use the promo code ATOZ Sports, you're gonna risk-free one thousand dollar bet. You put a thousand dollars down on Plus Money. Woo, man! You may be. You may do like I did, maybe do a little parlay, a little two leg parlay that's safe but makes sense. And all of a sudden, you're going to Cabo San Lucas, baby. That That's where you could be headed. BetMGM wants to send you there by giving you some money. If you are a new user, use that promo code ATOZsports.
0: All right, the question is, will Ryan Tannehill have a better or worse season than last year where he went 3,800-plus yards, 33 touchdowns, seven rushing touchdowns, only seven interceptions? So, uh, all right, Randall, better. Noah, better. Uh, Jay says a better season, Maurice better. Look, we're just getting all these betters. Uh, not necessarily the bad MGM better, but a better season from Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Steven says better with both AJ and Julio, worse if one of them gets injured. Uh, Theron says the same. Uh, that's the only non-better. Uh, every Everything else... Uh, what are the Titans moving around money around for it's the insurance there Charles uh, for that Julio Jones restructure Justin says straight better everybody's saying better besides one saying even uh, so Zach I'll toss it back to you what do you expect from Ryan Tannehill better or worse than a year ago when it comes to Ryan Tannehill's season output
1: well so I kind of base it on four things four criteria if you exactly. look at it in stats, and, and I think stats go into this, right? Because stats do yield production based on touchdowns thrown versus interceptions thrown, right? That is a big deal. Last year, Ryan Tannehill, Austin, as you mentioned, 33-7. and seven, That's a great ratio. You take right. that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. So I like that trend. I think the third thing that you have to take into account is how many yards are you throwing for? Are, are Is A.J. Brown busting it out? Is Julio Jones busting it out? Are those screen dumps going down to Derrick Henry going to pay dirt? So Ryan Daniel had a great year last year, right? It, almost 4,000 yards. He had had a 4,000-yard throwing season twice before in Miami. And then I think the last criteria, if you go touchdowns, interceptions, throwing yards, wins. That fourth one is the big one. You play to win the game. Can you win? We're not talking about padded stats. I mean, last year, Kirk Cousins, I mean, he had a great year. Kirk Cousins sat there and, and, and threw for 35 touchdowns. He threw for more touchdowns than Ryan Tannehill. But that didn't get Kirk Cousins anywhere. So I look at that. I think that, uh, I think the, the touchdowns-interception ratio is going to be tough. The wins, I think they have a better team putting all four of these t- these categories together I think my answer is yes it I better. think that he can and I think that he will I think that with more games he can throw more touchdowns I think with Julio Jones and more of a reliable receivers than maybe they had last year and you gotta remember John who didn't play receiving tight end that much after week five because of the the one injury yeah he's got better players around him I think this offensive line including the is back uh I, I'm Crazy enough, plus an additional game, I think that they can get more wins than last year. I think he could throw more
0: touchdowns than last year, more yards. My final answer is better. I think the the additional game gets Ryan Tannehill over 4,000 yards. Like that, that is, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything else. He averaged 238 yards passing a game last year. So literally that gets him over 4,000. Just if he's on that same type of rate, I think Tannehill, that's a bet. I think that 230, 240 yards a game passing is about right. You know, he'll have some games where he throws for 170 because Henry ran for 250. He'll have some games he'll throw for 300, uh, because it'll be a shootout type of game. So I think, I think Ryan Tannehill will have better numbers than a year ago, but I do think The touchdowns are interesting because I think the Titans and somebody commented this earlier on, like, does he throw more interceptions because he's trying to force feed AJ and Julio, but that's not Ryan Tannehill's game. And I don't think he has to do that because he's got so many weapons, like beyond uh, 11 and two. I I think Anthony Ferkser's prime for a big season. I think Chester Rogers, by the way, wide receiver three in the opening week depth chart, as Marcus Johnson's on IR uh, for short term and Josh Reynolds is still battling some type of Achilles uh, situation that he's dealing with. I think I think there are other players on this offense like or like Rogers, Reynolds, and Marcus Johnson whenever they get back uh, are going to be able to be successful because of all the attention that Julio and AJ continue to get. So I think overall Ryan Tannehill will have a better year. I don't think he gets the 40 touchdown passes. I think, he, I think he clears 35 touchdown passes this season, but not quite 40. Uh, so I think overall a better season, and it really comes down to, you said, wins. Ryan Tannehill has been very good at winning games in the fourth quarter since taking over from Mariota two seasons ago. But can he be that impressive in the playoffs? He's got to win a playoff game. The Titans cannot go one and done in the playoffs this season. They have to win minimum one playoff game. I think more should be expected, but Ryan Tannehill has to be better in the playoffs when it comes down to it. But again, my final answer is uh, he has a better season than a year ago because the offense is going to be better. That's just, that's just what it's going to look like.
1: Yeah. And they, they should look better and they have more opportunities to look better. And uh, you know, I think they have the benefit of going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars twice and the Jets and the Houston Texans twice, which it's funny as I was doing some research for this conversation, be it on, on Ryan Tannehill to compare to the likes of, you know, the top tier quarterbacks that we see in Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. I mentioned Kirk Cousins and his statistics. You, you look and you see what. Ryan Tannehill has and Deshaun Watson was throwing for like 4,000 plus yards and he ain't playing.
0: But again, like we also know that if the the Titans should win double digit games this year, like if they don't, then you're like, man, what went wrong? But they should win double digit games, which means they should be running the ball in the third and fourth quarter to get the game over with as quickly as possible. And so will Ryan Tannehill have the ability to put up gaudy stats, not like those quarterbacks on really bad teams where Deshaun Watson was having to do everything by himself to help the Texans win four games last year. Like Deshaun Watson played out of his mind to help them win four games. And they're going to be awful this year uh, without him on the the sideline. But for me, it's like it's Todd Downing is also a big deal in this. Does Todd Downing pass the ball more than uh, what Arthur Smith was doing? Does he want to try to put as much as he says, he's not trying to put his own stamp on it. He's, naturally going to put his own stamp on this offense. But Todd Downing's play call tendencies uh, are a big factor in this too and what the Titans are trying to do early in the game. Like, do they come out and play action down the field, bomb you uh, to kind of catch you off guard, expecting a lot of Derrick Henry early, or or how does that work out? And so I think Ryan Tannehill has a big opportunity to come out of the gates hot uh, because everybody's expecting Derrick Henry uh, uh early and often so I, look I'm excited about this I'm pretty jacked up about watching this Titans offense you know I think everybody expects him to score 30 points a game which is probably not going to happen Uh, but Ryan Tannehill should have a big year well
1: and they're going to have some shootouts uh, they they have some offenses that they're going to have to compete with right and especially right out of the gate I'm really curious and we we got a lot to announce this week of what we're doing uh, on game day when it comes to Kyler Murray and it comes to DeAndre Hopkins and just week one against the Arizona Cardinals. That's a tough offense. Then Russell Wilson's been doing it. And now on another level with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, they've got a good offense. I mean, the, then the Colts, I mean, it just, they're going to have to get off and they're going to have to prove that the Titans are the real deal. They started five and zero last year. Five and and0s is tough. Like we're used to, before this era of Titans football, mm-hmm. the last couple of years, I mean, Austin, I mean, we we, we cover this team 10 plus years. I mean, I, I remember the one and threes, the two and fives. You no. can't have that type of start out of the gates, especially if you're contending for championships.
0: No, no doubt. All right, let's get to this. I know, Zach, you have a point that you wanted to make about AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and then we'll get to our second question. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. I I have a Hyundai. I absolutely love my Hyundai. the Hyundai Sonata. Sleek and dominates the streets. But maybe a four-door sedan is not what you're looking for. Maybe you're looking for a family car. Whoa, hold on. We got you covered at Wilson County Hyundai because they have the all-new 2021 Hyundai Palisade, third row seating. It's got captain seats for the kids in the back. So they can doodle or play on their iPad. They can do whatever the hell they want on that long road trip. But you and the missus, you're going to be sitting pretty in the Palisade up front. You got great, comfortable leather seats, a smooth ride. You can't beat it. Wilson County Hyundai has it for you at wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: BetMGM we are powered every morning by the King of Sportsbooks download the BetMGM app today use our code ATOZ SPORTS you get a risk free bet up to 1000 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That's a great way to take advantage and build your bankroll this football season. So download the app again, use that code ATOZ sports to build that bankroll with a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Z Sports picks with Alan Bell, Brian Edwards coming up later this afternoon at two o'clock central time. So get ready for that. Wherever you're watching right now, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be eight, 21 years old and must be president of Tennessee and for gambling problem support, contact the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789. Zach, before we get to our Julio question, uh, what are you thinking about uh, these two wide receivers here? Well,
1: A.J. Brown is obviously coming into his own in his third year after back-to-back 1K seasons. You can see that on the chains around his neck. But I look at Julio Jones this year as Julio has something to prove. Hulu the last two years, not really great in the touchdown category and really overall has only had one double digit touchdown season receiving the football, even in Atlanta as it's been peppered with thousand yard receiving years quite a bit. Now last year he only played nine games. He had 771 yards and three touchdowns. I feel like Austin and I'm curious to see if you feel the same way that I do is I feel like a lot of people are not noticing Julio or kind of discrediting Julio as understanding that he is a very, very good receiver, but I feel like a lot of people are expecting this to be the beginning of Julio's demise. Do you feel that?
0: Uh, Yeah, I do. I think people, especially now that he's been traded and that the, like he was still incredibly good last year. He just didn't play that many games. Like he, he averaged like nearly 80 yards a game that he played. So, and he was battling through that injury. So Julio Jones was very effective last year. If you try to even out his yards per game numbers, he was going to have another big time season, uh, 85 yards per game, three touchdowns. You know, you can make, you know, he's probably scoring six touchdowns if he plays a full season. So, you know, I, I just think, people look at him being 32 him being injured and him not practicing much and just thinking, Oh, it's just Julio's getting old. And they see Calvin Ridley balling out in Atlanta next to him and thinking, Oh, Calvin Ridley's surpassing Julio Jones. When really I I've watched Julio at practice. The guy is a freak like AJ Brown's a freak. Julio is a way different level type of freak. If you saw a video on our social media yesterday of him, pop his machine gun in those legs. He's 6'3", 220-plus, and he's as quick as anybody out there. And guys that size aren't supposed to move like that, and Julio do- jo- Jones does. He's a pterodactyl. He's got ability that nobody else really does have, but, yeah, people are doubting him or at least like you know passing him over as still an elite player in this league, which they shouldn't do. I also
1: found it unique that last week it came out that Arthur Blank said that Julio really didn't want to be in Atlanta even when he were, they were negotiating the contract, right? And it, that didn't go the way that I think both sides wanted it, and Julio, it sounded like, was unhappy in Atlanta after that. We saw that. I mean, there's a reason why he got traded and came out, and Arthur Smith says, we want guys that want to be here. And Arthur Smith took the exact – uh correct response in 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 figuring out whether a top tier guy that was taking up a lot of salary cap wanted to actually be there and if you don't want to be here we don't want you here you it's like with anything a happy employee will work harder for you instead of a disgruntled employee talking crap at the break room to to Janice in accounting right Mm -hmm. that will disrupt your entire company and the shakedown You got to get rid of that employee, whether it's fire them or quit or trade them, do do whatever. And so here's my thought. I think a new start and a newfound energy, I think the comfort of being around A.J. Brown, and I think more importantly, the comfort of being around his friend and buddy, Derrick Henry. (laughs) I'll say this about Julio Jones. From the information that I know, uh inside the locker room that I've attained, Julio Jones is not an outspoken guy. He's not one of those guys to come up. He's not LaJuan talking trash in the locker room, ribbing on guys, walking around. That's just not his personality. Really, Julio keeps to himself, but the individuals that he talks to from what I've heard on the offense, A.J. Brown, Derek Henry the most, and then... He'll have conversations with Ryan Tannehill. Those are kind of his guys. I think that I think Julio is a snake lurking in the grass this year, and he is about to pounce. I think that he is going to have a thousand yard season this year. You want a bold prediction on September seventh? Boom goes the dynamite right there. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna break out and I think he's gonna prove a lot of the critics wrong that have kind of written him off because of his age and all the things that you admit you.
0: It's a big ass snake too. I mean if you're if you're talking about a snake on the grass ready to to pounce on its prey. I mean I, I I'm very uh very excited um about uh really what what the Titans have the ability to do uh with this with this uh this offense so let's get to this question Zach how many touchdowns will Julio Jones catch this year He had three last year, nine games. How many touchdowns will Julio Jones catch this season? I'm very curious to see what you guys think about this because, you know, he's not, he's not a touchdown guy. I mean, uh, after uh, I'll just go back. His, his five most recent seasons, he had three touchdowns in nine games last year, six in 15 uh, games. The year before that he had eight touchdowns in 2018, just three in 2017, six in 2015, then he went eight six. He had he had eight and ten his first two years in the league, but has not reached double digits since 2012. So uh, I'm going to send you to the comment section, Zach. How many touchdowns do you think Julio Jones will catch this season with the Titans? So let's go
1: to the the chat. We got some numbers. Let me scroll back up as we get more and more people coming in here with numbers. Wow, I mean that that escalated quickly. Uh, Aaron says eight. <laughs> Kevin says seven. Uh, Theron says seven. Woodrow says 10. Jeff says six. Corey with seven. Steven with 15. Steven needs to probably take a nap. That, that's a little high, yeah. uh, but he's entitled to his opinion, Steven, and an avid watcher of the show. We know Sheila says seven. Uh, Clayton says eight. Jarvis with eight. Louis probably needs to similarly take a nap with 14. It's high, but Louis is entitled to his opinion. Louis seven, is typically high. Uh, <laughs> seven uh, from Ty Kendrick. Six to seven from Chris Stress. Michael Billington with seven. Justin with six. Frank with 11. He'll break out. Karen with five. Hunter with nine. Frank with 11. Five TDs from Noah. Ethan with seven. Steph says he's going with seven. Billy Jones says eight. Jeff says eight. Seth Clark says five. Andrew with six. Jabu with six. David with 16. He is... uh, about as high as we've been. Uh, Damon says 12, eight to, to, to 12. Damon, uh, going with 12. Excuse me. D Owens says eight to 12. Three out of the eight will be red zone from Jarvis. So calling a little specific shot. Austin, what is your magic number for Julio Jones in the end zone with the football this year?
0: You know. Because uh, I I said earlier I think Tannehill clears thirty five passing touchdowns this season right so he's got to throw them to somebody so I got if I'm talking thirty five I got to split it up I think AJ Brown is a double digit touchdown guy this season um uh, I think Julio Jones is Julio Jones is probably uh, third on the team in touchdown catches I think Anthony Ferkser is probably gonna have a big year because remember last year John who had eight I think Ferkser can be that second guy in touchdowns with like 8 or 9. I think 7 is the correct number for Julio Jones. I think he probably I think there's a chance that Julio could have the most yards on the team, but like third most touchdowns. So I'm going to say 7 is my touchdown number for Julio Jones this year.
1: Okay, I now you now you got me. Now you got my eyes open. I agree with you that my number is 7, but that's not what I want to talk about. I think we need to place a wager on Ferkser versus Julio Jones touchdown catches because you said something. I think this is a good bet. I think it could go either way. I think Ferk could catch a lot of touchdown passes. But I am willing to take Julio Jones in this argument. Touchdown catches. Who has more, Ferk or Julio? I got Julio. You got Ferk, dog. What do we put on the line? I love this bet
0: if you're willing to take it. Well, I mean, somebody earlier in the show, I don't know if you saw the comment, was like, what's the romper bet this year, right? And normally, this is the week where we make the romper bet, right?
1: I think this has got to be the romper bet.
0: But do I do I want to, like, put that much on Anthony Ferkshire touchdowns? Because it's like, I'm not, like, super adamant about, yeah, Anthony is going to... But I do think it's a possibility. You
1: I know, no, that's why I'm like usually you know when I would be like, This is ridiculous. I can't believe you think that's not the way that I think. I, I think this is actually well, most, a very uh, logical
0: thought-out thought. Out thought. I, I have okay. So let's so we each have a bold prediction for the for today's show, right? Neither of us has said our bull. I haven't said my bold prediction. We're not talking about that. I'm trying I to know, I know. Over I'm trying to, to I'm trying to and, and uh, Orlando or rompers in style anymore. No, that's not. That's the point. The rompers are not in style. That's exactly the point. So my point on my point on waiting is do we see what each other's bold predictions are no. first before making a romper bet?
1: No, I think this is the romper bet. If you're willing to do the romper bet, I'd like, th- look, we got plenty of time. You got
0: plenty of handshakes. I'll I'm, you I, know, I'm always game. I, I have- just think, I just think you're going to disagree with my bold prediction, which is why I feel like that we'll could be a good option for the romper. When we may we may have to come up with other stakes. So I'm okay. willing to do I think
1: this is a good romper bet. Julio Jones versus Anthony Furkser. Who has more touchdown catches?
0: So it's just flat out who has more T D catches at the end of the season, Julio or Furkser. That's it, right? That's that's as simple as that. We're not putting a number on it. Oh, we just just do, are, are we
1: doing it. touchdowns?
0: Touchdowns. Yes. Okay, that's fine. For the romper bet, you take Julio Jones with more touchdowns than Ferkser. I've got Ferkser with more touchdowns than Julio. All right, shake. Virtual it. handshake. So that one's done. The romper bet's in. But we both think that Julio has seven. Like we think yeah, seven. That, that was my number. We think seven is the is the right one. Now R- Rolando says, what's the tiebreaker? <laughs> because what if they each have eight? Is it just a wash? Is it a push? And that's just how it works sometimes?
1: We'll find that out week 17, week 18.
0: Then it, then it goes into playoffs.
1: We'll find out week 17 and 18.
0: Okay. All right. So that's that. the romper bet is set. We didn't plan on doing a romper bet, but sometimes that's just how... We don't um, usually how,
1: plan how on bets, right? They just happen.
0: The, the organic bets are always the best. Okay. So Zach... We each have our two our bold predictions. So I've got a bold prediction. You have a bold prediction. If you guys have a bold prediction for the Titans offense, now we're sticking to ours are offensive bold predictions for the season. We will do those now, but real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and Renterswarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. If you want to find out how much your home can rent for, go to renterswarehouse.com and check it out. And they do all the work for you when it comes to managing your rental property. All you do is make the money. Literally that's it. They do everything. They do the maintenance calls, the, uh, the hold up there. If a, if a tenant changes, they go in, do everything for you in between. They handle the contracts. They handle everything at renterswarehouse.com also if you're looking for a new place to live in a new home renterswarehouse.com has an incredible inventory across the midstate. all different types of housings houses duplexes apartments condos whatever it might be renterswarehouse.com is where to go
1: it is the sports we are powered by BetMGM. don't get it twisted get that cash in your pocket brand new users betmgm's hooking it up with that promo code, our personal promo code, ATOZsports, you see it in the center of the screen. We got a brand new vibe, a brand new look for 2021, and we got a brand new promotion for BetMGM. $1,000 risk-free bet for new users using the promo code ATOZsports when you sign up. They are the king of sports books. Look, BetMGM's a great sponsor. They... Very, very nice sponsor. We love BetMGM. They sent us an email trying to send Austin and myself to the Cards Titans game. Sitting pretty, tweeting live, right? Well, we got bigger fish to fry, right? We got pregame and halftime postgame show, which we'll announce more about this week. But we were occupied. So what do we say? Hey, we're going to keep rocking on with BetMGM. Use that promo code for that risk-free bet for new users.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. Okay, Zach, bowl prediction time. Uh, we each have a bowl prediction. A lot of you guys uh, have bowl predictions. Uh, you know, Danny says he goes, they get a 4,000, 2,000, 1,000, 1,000, which they got really close to last year, but did not get that. Uh, a lot of bowl predictions from you guys too there. I was watching those comments roll in. Zach, I will uh, let you begin with your bowl prediction for this offensive bowl prediction for the Titans season.
1: Well and you know what it, it makes a lot of sense because usually when you say do you want the I got I got a good news and I got bad news <laughs> what do you usually go, uh, go with first?
0: I mean it depends on the person. I usually say give me the bad news first.
1: I always say give me the bad news
0: first, I mean I, right? that's what I, yeah but I don't know what I don't know what Greg I don't know what Steph does I don't know what Dadson does. I feel like
1: that's it. a that's a thing Well I got good news it's uh, like a heads we, or tails. I don't know what your news is but mine. We're starting with some bad news. My bold prediction, unfortunately. You're going to predict an injury? No. Okay. (laughs) No. I I mean, I could, but I'm not going to.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Because some, I mean, we all know, and Mike Vrabel said it very eloquently a couple of years ago. It's 100% chance you're going to get hurt if you play football. Yeah. I mean, you just got, you got to understand that. You sign up for this. And if you were playing in the Louisville Ole Miss game, your head probably got hurt too. But Here's my bold prediction. I don't want it to happen. I I again, I I wish the best for for the Titans. But I have this inkling that the right tackle position is going to be a problem this year. Mm. That's my bold prediction. Is that that right side and Nate Davis has done a great job, I think, and is really come into his own, but that right tackle position I will watch out for because I think uh, Lewan has a lot to prove. I'm, I'm kind of less worried about Lawan. I think Saffold, I mean, just his body is just, I mean, if you've ever seen Roger Saffold in person, uh, take your torso and put it on uh, the side of a body. That's, that's the size of Roger Saffold's arms. It's unbelievable. Jeez. I think the right tackle, I, I don't think that uh, they have that figured out. So that's my bold
0: prediction. Uh, G-Man says, that's actually not bold. <laughs> and so, okay, bold prediction, uh, right tackle. Who do you, uh, do we, we, uh, Vrabel said yesterday that they're not going to announce a starter. They got three guys. They got Questenberry, Kendall Lamb, and then Ty Sambrilo. Uh So you think it's going to be a lingering issue throughout the entire year?
1: And what does that do? What was the first thing you, you said? You're not going to predict an injury. It- Right tackle is a part of the offensive line. The offensive line is a part of the protection of the quarterback, and the quarterback is Ryan Tannehill.
0: Okay. The so backup Ant,
1: quarterback is who?
0: Is uh, Logan Woodside, technically. That's Matt all Berkeley, you, you that, need. There you
1: go. Point. So, yeah, um, very important.
0: So, Ant says that's a fact, not a bold prediction. That's
1: a strategic bold prediction. Do you have good news? No, I'm curious about what your good news is. I assume yours is going to be positive because mine
0: is. Oh, so I thought you were saying I got good news and bad news from my bowl prediction. What do you want first? I and mean, you gave the bad news first. Well, I know. Thought-
1: I assume that you were going to give good news. You're no. predicting positive. Is that correct or incorrect?
0: I think Derrick Henry will be the first running back in NFL history to follow up a 2,000 yard season with 1,500 or more yards. That is my bold prediction. That he will be the first running back in NFL history to follow a two thousand yard season with fifteen hundred plus, but he will not lead the lead the NFL in rushing yards this season. I think Derrick Henry will go for fifteen hundred plus. You did
1: good news, bad news with it.
0: I did, but he will not lead the NFL in rushing. I believe the NFL's leading rusher this year will be either Dalvin Cook in Minnesota, or. Saquon Barkley in New York. I think I think Derrick Henry has a fantastic year. I think that season will probably put him still on a Hall of Fame level trajectory, but he does not lead the NFL in rushing for three years in a row. Which, if he does, would make him an automatic for the Hall of Fame because only only four guys have done that three years in a row, and they're all in the Hall. But I don't think Derrick Henry leads the NFL in rushing again, so. That is my bold prediction for 2021. What's your thought on that? Um,
1: You know, I, I'm curious to see what Nick Chubb does. Uh, Nick Dowling. Chubb
0: won't. I don't think Nick Chubb will lead the league in rushing just because he's got Kareem Hunt in the same backfield.
1: It's understandable. Will they not use Saquon Barkley as much as they did, right? I, well, I think that Sa- would be... Here's
0: why I think Saquon, Saquon Barkley had a great rookie year. He tore his ACL early. Last Maybe it was the first game, maybe second game when he did that. I think Saquon's pissed off. I think he's going to come out there ready to go. And the Giants are going to be that bad enough to have to really rely on Saquon Barkley because they don't know in Daniel Jones. So I think that's that's why I have Saquon Barkley in the conversation is because he's going to get a lot of volume. I think he is the thing that makes the Giants the most competitive uh, by giving him 25 carries a game. So I think Saquon Barkley will have – uh, will be up there for leading the league. So, and then Dalvin Cook's just really good. And I think the, I think the Vikings are kind of in a similar situation to uh, the Giants, is that they're not good enough where they can't just rest or not go heavy on their running backs. So that's where I think Saquon and Cook will probably surpass Henry in rushing numbers. But again, I think Derrick Henry has fifteen hundred plus rushing yards, which is not a bad thing. If Derrick Henry saves, you know, you know, 70 carries in the regular season for the playoffs. I think you're all about that. Derrick Henry's goal should not be to have 1500 or 2000 yards rushing in 17 games. It should be to have uh, 500 yard rushing in the playoffs because that means he's probably playing in three games.
1: Yeah. And, and here is another thing. What's the backup running back situation?
0: Well, right now, Darrington Evans is on short-term injury reserve. Uh, and then you have uh, Jeremy McNichols, who is fresh off of the COVID list uh, with Makai Sargent, the undrafted rookie that everybody fell in love with, uh, also on the roster uh, with Kari game. So uh, that's, that's the situation. And I don't think it's you- a big drop off and it would
1: be a big drop off no matter what, because you're running back. Number one, your bell cow back is Derrick Henry. But Darrington Evans has been an injured disappointment as of so far.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, what round did they pick him? Third. That ain't good. No. So and, and, and But he looked like that first game against Atlanta before he hurt his knee, that first run he popped off for 15 yards, and you're like, okay, Darrington Evans got something. And we and look, every time we've seen him, we're like, oh, Darrington Evans looks good. Looks good doing it. Gets what's hurt. What's the saying? Huh?
1: What's the saying?
0: The best ability is availability. Is that Bingo. what you're looking for?
1: Bingo. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And the fact of the matter is, Derrington Evans ain't available.
0: Uh, I'm just surprised that uh, you're not out here saying that I'm doubting Derrick Henry once again because I don't think he's going to lead the league in rushing. That's, that was my expectation when we were making the romper bet of my bold prediction being anti-Derrick Henry because I don't think he's going to lead the NFL in rushing. That was well, the way that you
1: put it. You came out and you compliment him, and then you backhand him like you usually I didn't do. I
0: backhand him. I you, just
1: kinda- you always do that. You you say you look pretty, but I would go change clothes. That's kind of that's kind of what you do with Derrick Henry. That's that, that's, that's, my, that's I gave your a mo. Prediction.
0: Look, I think it's a good thing if Derrick Henry doesn't lead the league in rushing this year for the Titans, <laughs> because that means I think he can be better in late January when they need him to be better. That's what I'm that's my point. But but that you look, you followed the book on usually how Austin talks about
1: Derrick Henry. You give him a slight compliment and then you backhand him with uh, a a slash where he usually comes back and stiff arms your take right back in your face. I
0: have plenty of reason and logic behind my bold prediction that Derrick Henry will have 1500 yards plus rushing, but not lead the league in rushing. It's because I think. One, they're going to be smarter with him. I think the offense is set up to be more explosive around him than they were a year ago. I think Todd Downing will probably be a little bit different than Arthur Smith, and I think that's why I said Tannehill's numbers will go up because I knew I'd say Henry's numbers overall would go down from back to back years, so I'm not saying he's going to have a bad year. No, no,
1: I, I, and it, because of what we're talking about and what you're talking about, I didn't react maybe the way that you thought because just, we're talking about leading the re league in rushing. That is very hard to do, and now we know that the offense is evolving and changing. They're no longer the big two tight end set. They went out and got a Hall of Fame wide receiver, so that that's why I, I'm, I'm that makes more sense. That's why I didn't, but you did what you usually do, right? Yeah, Bobby is, Bobby
0: says that Austin just intentionally started this argument. I was just curious of why Zach didn't respond the way that I was expecting him to respond. And I told you why
1: is because of the subject. I don't just I don't and and I think it is a testament to me on I'm I don't just chew your head off just to do it. I do it because <laughs> there's a reason, it's poignant. And in this particular case. I didn't feel like I feel like leading the rush, the league in rushing is hard to do, and you're going to have a lot more guys going after him. And as you mentioned, this was smart of you. The evolution of this offense, yep. right? They just have more weapons that need to get, they need to eat, yeah. And I think they will. And if is going to eat like you think he's going to eat, then there you go. Fair.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and do it, Zach. We've, hey, everybody watching here, we've got something new. For sports trivia, something fun, something a little bit different. You've already noticed we've got the updated backdrop here uh, on the show, but something new coming up for sports trivia. Let's do it, Zach. We need a big week in sports trivia. It's been kind of shaky over the last month or so because you've been missing uh, a few Tuesdays. What did you guys do last week? Uh, to be honest, I think we went. I think we went seven and three, but I honestly don't remember that much. Uh, but I think we went seven and three last. last so week. So you're getting practice reps. <laughs> yeah we're getting practice reps for sure okay zach sports trivia here on a tuesday but first tell everybody about calvin and subtle
1: yeah calvin and subtle is where you guys need to go to get your hardwood floors it's that simple 615-448-6414 that's 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsuttle.com they've got your perfect hardwood floors i'm about to jet set away to uh DFW to Dallas-Fort Worth later today, so I won't have my, I'm not bringing these hardwood floor samples with me, unfortunately, but I got them now, and this Angelino. knock on wood if you're with me, you can knock on that one in your home, in your kitchen, in your living room, in your dining room, in your den, in your bedroom, it doesn't matter, you can upgrade to this brand new, nice, sleek Angelino hardwood floor one to two weeks after you pick it out. That's the easiest part. That's CalvinandSubtle.com.
0: BetMGM. Don't forget, download the app today. Use that code ATOZ Sports when you do it. That's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. You get a risk-free bet up to one thousand bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Again, a great way to build your bankroll for football season. Another great way to build your bankroll for football season is to watch A to Z Sports Picks this afternoon with Alan Bell, Brian Edwards. They were really, really good last week, and they'll start to set the table for NFL Week One. College football week three or week two, technically. Uh today. So today at two o'clock Central Time, uh A to Z Sports Picks with our guys Brian Edwards and Alan Bell, presented by BetMGM. But right now, Zach, it is time for Tuesday's sports trivia. All right, we got 10 questions. We're trying to get to eight and two. I think we need to we need to up the ante. Eight and two is the bar today for our 10 questions. We have two rules with our sports trivia one, no Googling two no phoning a friend. You can't text anybody or call anybody, but you have to also only use the people that you have around you in person. If you're sitting next to, to somebody, you can loop them in on sports trivia, but no Googling and no phoning slash texting a friend. Uh, Louis says no Google, no grandma help either. And Justin's also right. Don't joke about it or we will, uh, kick you out for the day. So, Zach, we got 10 questions. Let's get it rolling. All right. We start
1: with swimming. I don't even know what this means, so it's going to be tough. Okay. In which discipline would a swimmer use an egg beater kick? In which discipline would a swimmer use an egg beater kick? I assume egg beater kick is just going back and forth. Is that the free?
0: freestyle that that's kind of what i think is that the breaststroke uh kelkin says butterfly the butterfly. Uh, orlando says freestyle and bobby says breaststroke so so far uh, but breaststroke
1: okay so breaststroke your feet are submerged more underneath the water which that egg beater beating those eggs maybe that makes sense
0: freestyle is where you do is is this that's freestyle, right? Right. Is this egg beater? I,
1: I, I don't know. I, I didn't take I, swimming. I life.
0: feel like I feel like I would have known what because because backstroke also does this too, right? So I think it's gotta be. Hmm. I think it's either
1: freestyle or breast or breast freestyle. Wait, what are we? What are we between?
0: butterfly breaststroke or freestyle let's see breaststroke final a to z from jeff rubel um where'd bobby go bobby says he was a swimmer for 10 years what was your answer there bobby Wh- why can i find he says breaststroke so bobby says breaststroke and he swam for 10 years i think we go breaststroke you want to lock it in final a to z breaststroke
1: what discipline uh now i gotta find it god
0: (laughs) oh i hate hosting trivia is very here it
1: is oh we were way off what water polo what the correct answer is water polo it makes sense but the, the 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 word discipline i think threw us off
0: oh god that sucks Somebody did say water polo. Really? Ago. Yeah, somebody. I'm trying to find it because somebody said water polo. Uh, it was Anthony. that <laughs> said water polo several minutes ago. Dang it. All right. Oh, that's tough. Oh, in one hole. Let's keep, let's just get out of the hole real quick. All
1: right. Where is Will Steele and Mauricio? Who led the Cowboys in, with, four, uh, with 1,471 yards from scrimmage in 2013-2014? So in the 2013-2014 NFL season, who led the Dallas Cowboys with 1,471 yards from scrimmage? It's not DeMarco
0: Murray did that later, right? What so what which year? 2013/14? So DeMarco Murray's, yeah, it's got to be DeMarco Murray. That cuz then he went to the Eagles and he was with the Titans in, in 16. So, it, well, it's got to be DeMarco Murray, but it wasn't his big year. His big year was fourteen, fifteen.
1: But I think it's DeMarco. Or yeah, yeah, I think it's DeMarco yeah, It's DeMarco
0: Murray. It was the year before he went for 400 carries and it had a huge year. I think it's DeMarco Murray.
1: Because yards,
0: yards from scrimmage is always a, a running back guy.
1: Yeah, because it can't be. The only other option in that year would be like Dez Bryant.
0: Yeah, I say Demarco Murray. Final A to Z.
1: What Miles Austin? He. also
0: wasn't. Mar- I Paul th- Texan says Marion Barber, and I th- I thought about that, but Marion Barber was already gone by then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah he was already gone.
0: Uh, so I-, I say Demarco Murray. Final A to Z.
1: The correct answer is Demarco Murray.
0: All right, we're one and one. Good, good stuff there. Okay.
1: Next question: What year did Tony Parker enter the NBA draft?
0: Oh, God.
1: I felt like Tony. He
0: retired, right? <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> um Tony Parker. When did he retire? I don't know. D says oh one. And then Christopher says oh, 01. Rob This, says, this is something
1: one. I should know and I don't know.
0: Well, we're gonna remember it after this anyway. Two thousand one is a pretty popular answer. <sighs> Darrell, who is a big NBA guy, says nineteen ninety nine uh, with Gasol was that is that a question or is that a confidence? Jarrell <sighs> says oh one because he won it in two thousand
1: three. He did win it in two thousand three. 99, 03, 05, 07. He was
0: not a part of the 99. One. He was not a part of the 99 championship.
1: No, no, no. No, he wasn't.
0: So let's go 01. 01? I think we need to go 2001. 2001, cool. final and to Z.
1: Tony Parker was drafted in 2001.
0: All right. Good job, chat. All right. We're two and one. And I, I feel good about that because people came in quick. With those answers. All right, so we're two and one.
1: Down to Mr. 305. Which Dolphins captain ended the 2011 season on injured reserve? Is this Zach Thomas or Jonathan Taylor?
0: Jason Taylor, not Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Jason Taylor.
1: Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big year this year. Jason Taylor.
0: Uh, I think it's going to be Jason Taylor. I think Zach Thomas retired before then. I, I, I say Jason Taylor.
1: Jason Taylor did injure. Like, he, I feel like he ended his career injured.
0: I think like, it's Jason Taylor. Zach Thomas was gone like mid two thousands. He was a badass. Yes.
1: You know where he went to college?
0: Oh. Oh, ho, 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 I think I gotcha. I think I gotcha. For some reason, <laughs> I want to say Texas Tech. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, <laughs> you can't stump me. <laughs> All right, so. All right. So I think it is Jason Taylor. Let's go, Jason Taylor. We good? You good with that?
1: You want to lock it in?
0: Finally, to Z, Jason Taylor. Is it Zach Thomas? Nope. Who?
1: Tackle. Jake Long.
0: Ah, Jake Long. Ah, damn it.
1: All right. Two and two.
0: Ugh. Are we two and two or? Two and two. We missed the first one, got the two middle ones, and we missed. That was question four. This is question five.
1: All right. Um, Let's see here. Oh, I I don't think we've had this one. The same group that operates Toronto FC owns what NHL team? The same group that operates Toronto FC owns what NHL team?
0: I mean, it's it's is the Maple Leafs. The two obvious answer. I, that's kind of why I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I think you have to go Maple Leafs. It's got to be the Maple Leafs. Have we had, I don't think we've had this. There are a lot Not. of
1: Toronto FC questions in this particular trivia bank, which is weird.
0: I think it's, I, oh man, Dom's, Dom's thinking this is a trick question. It's got to because there are some really easy, easy, easy questions on that website because I've now hosted. Now some.
1: you know how hard it is to sift through.
0: Yes, because there are some stupid, like obvious ones that we can't ask because it's insulting our intelligence. I, I think it's made I think we have to go Maple Leafs. Finally, to Z Maple Leafs.
1: Correct answer is the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: All right. Three and two. We're halfway through sports trivia. Real quick, let me make sure to remind you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu equals more than five hours in the weight room. Again, 15 minutes. That's all it takes. Full body, electronic muscle stimulation. If you want to achieve your fitness goals, go to Mandu. Your first workout's free. And if you sign up with Mandu and tell them A to Z Sports sent you, They will take a hundred bucks off that first month. So that's mandu.com for your first free workout. Then a hundred bucks off your first month. When you sign up, if you tell them a to Z sent you, I love Mandu. Zach loves Mandu. We all love Mandu. Go check it out at mandu.com.
1: Remember we got a mascot question. If you remember, and let's check your, your memory bank. Do you remember when we had the question of what is the Miami heats mascots name?
0: Yeah. Bull. The bull, uh oh no, he's uh I don't remember his uh I don't remember no Bernie. Bernie, that's right. I I do remember that the question, but yeah, Bernie, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we have another mascot name. All right, mascot question. What is the name of the Cleveland Cavaliers mascot?
0: All right, LeBron fan. Like you? Do you not know? I can ones? see
1: his face. You're I, not I a don't. true
0: fan if you don't know the mascot's name. You're just a fan of the player. You're fake. You're phony. You're not. I mean,
1: I've always kn- I've, I've said that I'm a fan <laughs> of the player. I, I've, you root I for players in the NBA because they jump teams so damn often.
0: Yes. Uh, so, but you have no idea. You have no idea what the you've watched. Um, He's you a Cavalier. Watched, you've watched hundreds of Cavs fans games. Hundreds of Cavs games. Yeah, I know, but
1: I've I've never been to the queue.
0: Anthony says Whammer.
1: (laughs) What is the name of the Cavaliers mascot? That is the question.
0: (sighs) Larry says Whammer. I mean, Anthony was right on the water polo. And I think Marv's right. I think it may be a dog. I don't know. Whammer. Wow, we're we're getting a lot of whammers.
1: No googling. All
0: right. So Chris says he's been, and it's Sir CC. And he says, I've been a Cavs fan. Remember, just that's past tense. You've been a Cavs fan because you're a LeBron fan. So Sir CC. Well, no says good. which one? Moondog or Sir CC? Whatever
1: happened to our whammer guys, huh? Well, Jeff huh?
0: Rubel says that there are three whammer, sir, CC, and Moondog. What's up with it? Like, and Jeff's an Ohio guy, so we gotta believe you know that he knows what's going on with Ohio. True. So can we give an answer of whammer, sir CC, and Moondog?
1: You can give one of those answers.
0: What?
1: I think TJ has the explanation.
0: Whammer, Whammer is the dog, is the, dog. Sir C. 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 Is the Cavalier, and Moon dog is like T-Rex mini-mascot got blow up. So is it going? We going with Whammer?
1: I think Whammer would be the correct answer.
0: All right, Whammer, finally, is to Z. This is this is BS because the correct answer, second. is Moon No, this is stupid. This is. <laughs> uh, That doesn't count. They have three mascots. We got that correct.
1: Is Sir Cici the actual, is it a mascot? Yeah, so it looks like Sir Cici is a mascot. So I think that's fair. Uh, I think any one of those, I I, yeah. I will allow it. I think that is correct.
0: All right, so we are now four and two, right? Four and two.
1: Moondog. <laughs>
0: whammer next question
1: uh okay yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that that is correct yeah next question uh what is the gymnastics term for transitioning from a handstand into a forward roll ah uh yikes i have no clue what is the gymnastics term for transitioning from a handstand into a forward roll a tumble
0: that's kind of ah. what i was thinking I I I don't know. We're,
1: we're all of our, we're all of our dads with kids. Young, you know, girls going to gymnastics.
0: Gymnastics parents. Listen well, to yeah. your
1: daughter. I mean, she's telling I, you. I think
0: I think it's a tumble. A tuck is a is when you're in the air. I think it's a tumble. TJ, it's tumble. Sister does gymnastics. I think it's a tumble. Is that what Finally, does a tumble. Tumble.
1: That is incorrect. What is it? A, a dive roll.
0: A dive roll.
1: A dive
0: roll. Oh god! I can't ask my wife; she's not with me right now. Like she's right. I, I mean, she's against, phone she's against the rules. She's a text away, or a call. Um. Okay, that's unfortunate. So we're four and three. We got three more questions. We just got to get all these three right.
1: What is the Cincinnati Reds' original nickname?
0: Oh, I think it's the Red Stockings. I
1: think you're right, or is, yeah, that or that's not the Red Sox original one.
0: I, I think it's the Red Stockings.
1: I'm pretty sure. What was the Cincinnati Reds' original nickname?
0: You may also want to back me up. <laughs> Orlando is <says> the Blues, <laughs> Red Legs. Red stock. I think I'm pretty sure it's red stockings. We got a couple red legs in here. G Man says red legs final A to Z. Uh Boston was the Braves. I think it's I think it's red stockings because that's a baseball thing. Stockings. I think it's stockings. We're getting red legs or red stockings.
1: Which one is it?
0: I think it's stockings. I think it's stockings.
1: You're the host, if you want to go with that answer. Bernie
0: says red stockings
1: 100%. You want to lock uh, it in?
0: Alex Doherty, who is a <clears throat> card guy, says red stockings. I believe Alex on this one. I say red stockings, mm-hmm. final A to Z.
1: The correct answer, the Cincinnati red stockings.
0: Yes, okay. All you red legs and go to hell. We're right. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're five and three with two more questions left.
1: So this is an interesting. I don't know if it's a trick question or not. What team did Larry Bird coach at the start of the 1997 NBA season? It has to be the Indiana Pacers, right? I don't know.
0: Larry Brown, 97. No,
1: Larry Bird.
0: Larry Bird. Oh, then yeah, it's got to be the Pacers. He, was, he, he hadn't coached anywhere else.
1: He didn't coach anywhere else.
0: Wait, Larry Bird, 97? That's like five years after he retired. Was it that soon?
1: Uh, That's why I think it's kind of a trick question is – it says, what team did Larry Bird coach at the start of the 1997 NBA season?
0: It's got to be Pacers because he hasn't coached anywhere else unless it's this other team. Let's just go Larry Bird final A to Z. That's the only thing. Let's just do that. We have to. That's the only thing we have. I've lost. Correct it answer
1: is the NBA, uh, Indiana Pacers. Okay. All
0: right. Six and three. So we have to get this last one right.
1: This is the final question. This is it. This is it. Um. Okay, the last question is also an Indiana Pacers question. In 2011, the Indiana Pacers earned their first playoff berth since when? So my first thought is, the Indiana Pacers played the Lakers in the finals. You remember that, and they lost. Well,
0: let's that think about was- this. It was uh, 2004 when the Pistons beat them in the playoffs to go to the finals.
1: So there's a good bar.
0: That's I think it's 2004 because that was the last like Reggie Miller team with like Jermaine O'Neal and that group. I think it's 2004. I feel good about that.
1: It sounds like you feel good about that. So that it makes looks me like feel the, good. It looks about like it.
0: the chat uh, agrees with me. Although some people say 06, 05. I think it's 04. Wait, did, uh, did Dwayne Wade beat the Pacers in the playoffs his rookie year? What year was that? That was 03, though, right?
1: I was 06. Well, are you talking about when they won the championship?
0: No. no I, or is it 06? A lot of people are saying 06. What year was Malice <laughs> in the Palace? We're getting some conflict now. I, I, yeah, because people are coming in with different uh, different years now. Because Anthony, who's been really good today, <laughs> and said 05, they were good the year after, 04. What year was Malice in the Palace? Man, I don't know. I've, that's all my cue to watch on Netflix. And I I need to watch that too. Yeah, D-Wade's rookie year was 03 when he made the playoffs and they won a playoff series. Noah says they lost the Nets in 05. Anthony says the Nets at 05 beat the Pacers in a series that no one cared about, which is probably... I, I, so I think 2005. I think 2005.
1: <laughs> so you that, completely I mean, switched.
0: I, I, again, Anthony has been really good and we haven't listened to him before and we got burned by it, so...
1: So you ready to lock it in? Um,
0: yes, two thousand five, final A to Z.
1: The correct answer is two
0: thousand six. Ah, dang it! Huh. Ah. damn! Is that six and four? Yeah, that's not good. What's our what's our record? God I honestly, dang! It. I honestly don't know because there's been so much confusion with you. Trigger.
1: That's your responsibility. I know dude. this I is know. on you, Austin. Yes. You don't, I don't want the chat to boo you, I but think, I'm willing to pull the boo trigger. Now here's what I, yeah,
0: here's what we need to do. We need to do a reset. Next no, week. it's your responsibility. Okay, Then we, then this starts the new reset. No, because, it doesn't. Yes, you need yes, to go find it. I can't. It's gone. It's a month ago. It's gone. I don't know the record anymore yeah, it, because you've been in and out. And I didn't know what counted and what didn't count. So it's—I've only had
1: one. I've only done one sports trivia since I left for Dallas a month ago. I know and that. we went seven and three, I believe.
0: Yes, and then we so went
1: you can and- go find the record that you texted the last time you did it. Oh God, I can't. That's too many texts. You—you've got to. It's your responsibility. I don't have, do you I, hold can't, you accountable? I can't. I can't. I you, can't. You yes, yes. I can't
0: do it. Nope. You, don't have time. Yes,
1: you will. You I don't have, have time. To. Zach and it, on. we don't do yes don't make this game don't make a buffoon out of yourself with this I, game.
0: I know it was five and five the first week with luke it was nine and one the next week with luke then it, then it was seven and three with you and eight and two with luke last week there you and go so you have the four.
1: records you go back and find the last text that you sent me of the records but this is, my responsibility is to ask the questions. I do a very good job of that. And and I I had thank to, you for yes, complimenting and I had to, and I Your had responsibility to. is to keep the record,
0: and you have not done no. a very good job of that. Well, I, I have not because I've had to ask the questions too, and that's very, been very Oh, oh, All right. oh come okay. on. Come All on. Right, I'll go back and do it. I know the records of the last five weeks now. Five and five, nine and one, seven and three, eight and two, six and four.
1: And you texted me. You can go back and in look at your percentage July. text
0: message. In July. So, I have to go find it, which is going to be a pain in the ass because we text a lot. Well, you can do it. All right. I will do that when I have time today. The bots are here. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, if you guys can uh, uh, you know, delete or you guys can report the spammers, that would be good too. The bots uh, are here. The bots are just taking over everything. All right. So we will see you guys tomorrow on a Wednesday. We went six and four. I will go back and find the records. Just going to take me probably 30 minutes to go find it.
1: And what do we say to that? No one cares. All right. So we will find the record. We will confirm the record for next week's Tuesday. I put a lot of work into getting all the design and sports trivia. Respect the game.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys on a Wednesday. Have a great great rest of your Tuesday. We're one day closer to Titans real football. We'll see you guys. Titans right. defense tomorrow. Get oh, ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See you later. Adios.